Alright y'all, welcome back to another episode of A Working Man's Take brought to you by the Blue Collar News Network found exclusively on Locals. And we got a lot to get into tonight. I'm going to start with another line of free flow I thought. Call me a redneck, a reckon that I am, but this thing's going on with the man down to the core. I have to work like a dog to make ends meet. There's crooked politicians and crime in the street, and I'm madder than hell, and I ain't gonna take it no more. Alright, y'all. Um, you remember back. In the 2016 primaries, when it was, you know, people like Ted Cruz, Rand Paul, Mike Huckabee, Chris Christie, uh, let me see, another member of the Bush family. How many people they got in that family, anyway? Um, Marco Rubio and a slew of other people that have been there all way too long and just have gone from their shoes getting a little bit of swamp water in them to swimming around in joy. Not all of them, but a large portion of them. Well, you remember some of the things that were said about this loudmouth, brash, just rude, crude New York dude named Donald Trump. Oh, he can never win. There's no way he can beat Hillary Clinton. There's no way. Even if he does, he's not going to do any of the things he said he was going to do. He's never... What would Jeb say when he tried to display a little bit of energy? I think he almost fell asleep after he said it, but he goes, You're never going to build your stupid wall. And I seem to remember people laughing at him after he said that. Well, he took it as, oh, they're laughing like for me no dude everybody is laughing at you um remember all the things they said mainly saying that he was a liar he was scamming you don't fall for his tricks that's how he's gotten through life is scamming people lying to people and he's never going to do anything he's never going to accomplish anything that's a key part of what I'm talking about here because you had the establishment talking about how he wasn't ever going to accomplish anything and anybody with the last name Bush I mean let's face it like right now we got P. Bush in Texas trying to run for Attorney General <laughs> what would make him think he had a chance at, at winning that I, I don't know oh wait I do know it's not because he thinks he can win it's because he knows he has to win because his department that he's in charge of is mysteriously missing uh, was it like 35 million dollars how much money did his campaign coffers start out with again Huh, I think it was around 32 million. Somewhere around there. I think that's what his campaign started out with, which is weird. It's weird. Usually they start out with zero. <coughs> but Pete Bush, that was in charge of the state office, um, that's missing 35 million. Starts out with around 30 million in his campaign coffers. That's 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 strange, huh? Somebody call Colombo, man. We got to solve that mystery. 
Right, suddenly he feels this urgent need to become the attorney general. All right, back to the main point there. Um, you know, I do got something else to say on that. Um, he he's gonna P. Bush in a peaceful, purely political way is going to get to know me very very well um peacefully and politically he's going to get to know me very very well uh him and abbott and a few others um but you remember the establishment was all the all the rhinos that are selling us out now Love for sale, Lindsey, Mitch McConnell. What were they saying? They weren't so much. I mean, they were saying he's a liar and a scam artist too, but they were mostly saying he's not going to accomplish anything. He's not going to do anything that he's telling he was going to do. Now, they said it in such certain terms. They really did. They said it like they knew they could uh, obstruct it somehow. I mean, how would Congress and, and Senate obstruct a president? Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. Because that's the process we have. Um, but those same people had... You know, McConnell, Love for Sale, Lindsey, Jeb Bush, Ted Cruz, Rand Paul, all of them. They all had people working for them in 2016, which I'm, I'm sure y'all know this, but just in case you don't. Um, so I would like to think that I'm, I'm educating people on the true nature of politics not a lot just you know a few one or two maybe three I'll take that um, but politicians especially long time several terms politicians career politicians they <laughs> they don't fart until their campaign staffers say yeah it's a good time they don't do or say a dang thing without the okay from the the campaign pollster and, and the media expert and, and this expert and this pundit and this and everybody gets together and go, yes, yes, clear clear your throat, yes, yes, check, check, clear your clear your throat. Okay, good, good, good. Now do this hand gesture and now act like Beavis. Um, oh, that's what they said to Joe. But anyway, those same people that made those bold statements about Donald Trump's not going to accomplish a thing, those same people held office that could decide the fate of his presidency. Those same people, the establishment, people and mind you I'm not talking about all of them from 2016 just most of them obviously dr. Ben Carson is not an establishment person he's somebody that wants to affect change in Washington politics still wish he would have been Attorney General if we would have had Ben Carson Dr. Ben, sorry, Dr. Ben Carson as Attorney General during this fake pandemic. Imagine how much better things would have turned out. I mean, seriously, how, how much better would things have been if he would have been like, no, shut up, stupid. It's not going to work. I mean, I mean, seriously. How much better would things have been with Ben Carson? Dr. Ben Carson, people that earn their titles earn their titles. Like, I make try to make sure I call Ben Carson, Dr. Ben Carson, 
but um, I call Jill Biden Jill Biden um, she ain't no damn doctor but anyway those people that held office had the great fun great fun at pointing and laughing at the American Nazis aka Democrats when they passed Obamacare they pointed out ah, you had a super majority now that's a key part of this is super majority they didn't need they, they were able to pass the ACA on party lines they had a super majority they didn't need any Republican support they didn't need it okay now they had great fun pointing and laughing <laughs> y'all got a super majority again the key point super majority and y'all passed one thing if we had all three houses we would get so much work done for the American people well then the American people gave them all three houses and while the American Nazis, a.k.a. Democrats, did one thing that doesn't work. It did the complete... Well, it, it worked. It worked for what they wanted it to do. The ACA was to push towards socialized medicine. Um, but, you know, in the way they were trying to sell it, they could point, Republicans could point, say, ha ha, you passed one thing that didn't work. And how they tried to sell it, because they lie every time they talk. They, they had to kind of defend it. Like, it's working for millions of people. Millions of people now have insurance. Well, we all know having a card you can show a doctor doesn't mean that you're covered. I can take a... a Monopoly card in there say here's my insurance card and It doesn't mean that it, it does anything but then Republicans coming back on their message they had the White House Which they all 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 of them ran on appealing Obamacare the president ran on appealing Obamacare they made a promise they made a promise to their constituents in their states in their districts that they were going to go there and get rid of Obamacare they made that promise and didn't do it so then they have all three houses and they don't do what they promised and then the president President Trump comes up with the tax plan the tax cut plan and yes everybody across the board got a tax cut which let me break in here no no I'm gonna keep going so I don't lose my point um I just did damn um they passed a tax cut and President Trump said well, this has to be permanent we have to make this the law of the land so it can't be taken away later which is about to be right now um, buckle up ladies and gentlemen I'm telling you it would, it's going to be passed they're going to get this passed because you hear people like Manchester saying I don't like how much I don't like this bill why it costs too much not the fact that it's going to destroy the nation no 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 that's alright that's fine I just don't want to spend that much money um, but they, they passed one thing and by the time they were done screwing with it it didn't do what it was supposed to do and it wasn't even permanent and those idiots didn't even have the wherewithal to make it permanent when they were coming up on midterms 
You see, because this establishment decided he's out of here. He's out. We're going to get this SOB out of here. The establishment decided that. The establishment that has all these people that work for him, all these staffers and, you know, this pollster and, you know, campaign pollster and, and, and this person and this pundit and this, you know, media expert and all, all these people that work for him are surrounded by people that work for him. So that they know you know what point in the sentence to take a breath and clear their throat and what time of day they should take a crap I mean they run everything past them by the way I'm hereby changing it no don't do bathroom humor well yeah I'm gonna say um, well, we call it taking a crap. You, you, you leave it. But anyway, um, and there goes my <laughs> probably just lost some subscribers with that crappy joke. Oh, I did it again. Um, but these people have people working all around them, and they don't all stay working in their office you see and when the campaign's over the campaign's over and there's no need for somebody that's a uh, campaign media expert there's no more need for somebody that's a crowd control consultant or expert or speech writer or this or that or you know not so many speech writers you know people what I'm saying is the the, the herd they call the herd and they get rid of the people that they don't need. Now, those people don't go from working in political campaigns to, you know, selling, I don't know, clothes at the mall. You know, they don't go selling cars or into real estate or something, you know, like back to a job. It's not like a temp position. Politics is what they do. Now, so where do they go? When they're not working with a campaign, will they stay in politics? You see, they start doing interviews on shows, and, and Dan Bongino has labeled a whole slew of people grifters, and rightfully so. You see, now you might be wondering right now, what brought on this rant? Well, I was listening and this is not a dig on Jesse Kelly. Jesse Kelly had on two people today. And let me try to find that real quick while I talk. Jesse Kelly had on two people today. And he, uh, he just he asked he had a, a debate he was the moderator moderator he didn't really give an opinion he just asked questions and the topic was I can't find that. I'm not gonna sit here and scroll through my phone um, and it wasn't today actually I think it was uh, yesterday's show but anyway he just asked questions Jesse Kelly was the moderator there moderator and the topic was Trump or DeSantis and one of the guys saying DeSantis was one of the people that annoy the hell out of me the absolute most there are these people that just don't get it there are these people that think that they understand us but won't stop to talk to us they won't stop and listen to us because they don't care about us they don't give a damn what we really think, how we feel, how this stuff's affecting us. They got what they believe is best for the people. What they think is best for us. You know, and you hear these jackasses all the time, and that they always spew this nonsense about, oh, we're, we're talking about a shovel-ready job. You don't know what a shovel is, you idiot. 
How are you going to talk about shovel-ready jobs? You don't even, you don't, you're not even using that in the proper context. You ass. They don't even know what a shovel is. They don't even understand what the term shovel-ready means. Because they're not using it properly. They, well, they've tried to skew the meaning, the definition of the phrase. And no, I'm not letting them get away with that, you see. Because these people that don't have the time of day for us, they don't care what we want. They don't care that there's a large group of people that never voted before that came out and voted for, for President Trump in 2016 to beat out Hillary Clinton you see and let me pause right there and say this they thought they rigged that one too she didn't campaign she hung out with celebrities the whole to damn near the whole time she thought she had it locked up because she paid good money for that election that's why she's still so pissed off. You see, you don't ever get any emotion out, out, out of that that thing. You know, she doesn't ever show any emotion except when she talks about that election. Now, you don't stay that. If you get cheated out of something, I'm one of the most competitive people on the planet. I will... I, I place bets on everything. Little little bets, you know, little bets with guys at work. Hey man, I bet you a, a, a Dr. Pepper. You know, if you win, I you gotta buy me a a soda water. If I win, I gotta buy you a soda water. All right, for y'all that don't know that soda water is Texan for. Uh, you know, Coca-Cola, which in Texas, Coca-Cola means Dr. Pepper. It's it's weird. It's a weird thing. But anyway. Um, it, it's always work-related because of all I'm at work. But so I was like, man, I bet you I'll get, look, I had all this come up. I wasn't expecting none of it. I bet you I still get these pieces in the oven. Oh, you're on. Uh, okay. And I win a lot. Alright. Not all the time. Far from it. But a lot. Enough. To where I feel I can brag about it. But. If somebody cheats you out of it. You might get upset. You might be like. You cheating piece of. Words I'm trying not to use on here anymore. But in this, but you don't stay that mad about it unless you had it set up and rigged in your favor and it went against you because the other person did so much better than you were expecting. Then you're mad um, for this long. So. That's the only time you really see emotion out of Hillary Clinton is when she talks about the election that she paid a lot of good money for. But Trump wins the election and the establishment loses its mind. And you hear these people today, fast forward, you hear because I'm not going to, you know, we know how badass of a president President Trump was and hopefully will be again but the establishment is already working against him and the whole moral the most sorry the moral of this whole rant this whole rambling this whole story is watch out for the establishment because they're working overtime already you see, I've said it before, I'm going to say it again on why it can't be 
Ron DeSantis. And I'm going to give you the Cliff's Notes so I can get into the content tonight. If you want to debate th this point, that's cool. You know the rules. Oh, you come at me is how I come back at you. Um, if we're going to save this wonderful nation, this greatest nation on God's green earth in the history of God's green earth then we need for us to not put the swamp back in place in 2022 and in 2024 it has to be somebody that's out not for justice not for revenge for reckoning It's got to be somebody with nothing else to prove and nothing to lose. See, you win a rigged election. Win, win and get sworn in because he, he won in 2020. We all know that, so don't go freaking out. I'm counting the... You win, you get cheated out. You come back, you win again. You've got nothing else to prove. And you don't go from two-term president to mayor or governor or senate or congress or something. You you just you don't do that. You just don't. You go from two-term president to kingmaker. Okay? So it's got to be Donald Trump in 2024. So don't be swayed by anybody that's trying to tell you, oh, well, Ron DeSantis, no, because we're going to need the fearless governors like Ron DeSantis and the future governor of Texas, Alan West, to rally the troops and say, <laughs> to rally up the troops and scream out charge. Because in 2024, you, me, President Trump and all of them got a push like we've never pushed before and the left is going to freak out if we if we do if we all rally up together and push like we've never done before and we do because we only call for convention of states when we're losing and we can't really do anything about it we never try convention of states when we're winning and we hold all three houses. And in order for this plan of mine to work, it's going to take a president that has nothing else to, to prove and nothing to lose. All right. Boom! And all that is facts. By the way, a little, a quick little note for people. I'm working on some equipment to take care of the humming noise here, and I, I think I've tracked down the, the culprits. Um, but yes, I will be working on getting that fixed shortly. Okay, so um, tonight's show is most likely going to be called bittersweet because the content tonight is bittersweet even the bitter parts have some hint of sweet to them because because the more they expose themselves the more people see the more people see the more people don't like it the American Nazis aka Democrats have pushed all of their chips to the center of the table and screamed out we're all in that baby and everybody sees their hand everybody sees their cards and most people are seeing what cards are hidden up their sleeve and nobody likes it so when things like this take place it's terrifying but take a little breath of comfort in the fact that it happened 
and everybody saw it. From Gateway Pundit, corrupt judge Amy Berman Jackson, you remember her, releases January 6th protester from pre-trial custody, you, you know, from January, he was from like January 10th or something like that, after he repudiates Donald Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Nazi. That's Stasi. That's terrifying. But take a breath of comfort. Just a breath in that. There's not a lot of comfort in that. Take a breath of comfort in the fact that everybody's seeing this. It isn't just you and me. Millions of people know that Judge Amy Berman Jackson released a January 6th defendant from pretrial custody after he disavowed Trump in a letter and his lawyer suggested are you ready this this is bone chilling nauseating stuff his lawyer su suggested a political conversion political conversion now ladies and gentlemen you're terrified I understand that but my breath of hope is um, twofold pretty much I'm hoping that this lawyer just said hey look man if you, you just say look screw Trump I hate Trump orange man bad you, you might you might get to walk away from this and also back to the that was a little bit of sweet like maybe and that that's a speculative amount that's a speculative spoonful of sugar right there um, these people have been held in solitary confinement withheld medications counseling of all kinds doctors visits outside time any level of socialization now if you're held in solitary confinement a dark closet since January what else are they doing to you did they break this guy I'm not mad at him if they did we don't know for sure and for certain what's going on in that prison we do know that it's basically just the January 6 people and guards and the January 6 people are in solitary confinement are you terrified you should be but take a small breath of relief that everybody sees that ready for some good news blaze media Missouri and Ohio School Board Associations leave the National School Board Association over domestic terrorist letter. The school board associations in Missouri and Ohio on Tuesday separately announced they are ending their membership with the National School Boards Association over the letter the NSBA sent to Trader Joe last month requesting the FBI to intervene at local school board meetings. Okay. Nice little caveat. Did y'all catch it? Did y'all catch it? They want FBI. Hey, look, look, they're speaking out against what big government's doing. Come get them. Disavow the guy you went to protest for I'll let you go home Stasi Nazi
Yes, that's what they are. Ohio School Board Association President Robert Hurd, H-E-A-R-D, and Chief Executive Officer Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis? That was a guy that attempted to be a comedian. Anyway, wrote to the NSBA to inform them when it gets comments. He was a good comedian. Yeah, okay, I didn't like it. Um, wrote to the NSBA to inform the organization that OSBA will not continue its membership in the net in the NSBA. Oh, these stupid damn initials. OSBA's decision to terminate membership and affiliation with the NSBA Association is a direct result of the letter you sent to Trader Joe last month. They wrote, a letter purported to be sent on behalf of stated associations and school board members across the nation. This assertion could not be farther from the truth. OSBA was not notified of the letter, nor were we asked for our thoughts on the matter. Boom! How's that for a breath of hope? A sigh of relief. That's the sound I make when I really like the coffee I'm drinking. Um, I got really nothing much to add to that other than, oh yeah, baby, it's it's switching. The tides are turning. Gotta start kicking over some damn tables. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I got so much more hope each day when I see stories like that. All right, let me move on. Freedom Wire, Ryan James. Got this little bitter, tid bitter. That's what we're going to say, a tid bitter information. It's a tid bitter. Trader Joe, and he lives up to it with this one. Disrespects Israel, plans to open Palestinian consulate in Jerusalem. 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 It's almost like somebody's saying Jew. Jewish, Jewish, Jerusalem. Anyway, uh, sorry, a little sounding things out there, like a lot of people need to do. Um, they got former, it must be a typo, they put former president. But rightful President Donald Trump did the unthinkable during his presidency when he moved. United States Israel Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem one of the reasons why the establishment had to collude and conspire to get him out because they're like son of a he's actually doing stuff we all say we're going to and we know we're not what the hell um the eternal Jewish capital by the way he declared that the U.S. would recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, a promise never fulfilled by U.S. presidents in the decades that came before. But now, see, they got it wrong here. In his quest to undermine everything Trump did, no, 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 in their quest to separate America from her long-standing allies. That's what that is. Uh, Trader Joe wants to divide the eternal Jewish capital once again and open an American consulate in the city recognizing diplomatic relations with the Palestinians. This move would be in violation of U.S. law in a 1963 treaty between the U.S. and Israel in which the U.S. committed to not opening a Palestinian embassy in the country unless Israel agreed to its construction, which Israel is unlikely to do, we hope. Um, if... Uh, Netanyahu was still my voice cracked ignore that um, if Netanyahu was still in charge of Israel yeah I'd feel a lot better about all this than I do now um, 
yeah this this is to separate it see it violates law which we violated a lot of laws there were a lot of war crimes committed by this fraudulent administration and the american nazis aka dnc that could tally up to us being <sighs> removed in one form or another from the un which would then make us extremely more vulnerable than we are now because um, you know don't forget the un is telling texas what to do with its energy i'll get into that later and this just a slew of other things you know investigating us for being a white supremacist nation and all other kinds of stuff um so that was bitter so this is sweet catholic catholic cardinal there would be listen to this this is a boom statement right here baby that's what this is there would be less violence in the world if we stopped killing babies and abortions wow damn catholic cardinal timothy dolan challenged society to end mass violence across the world by starting with the killing of unborn babies and abortions so stop abortions quote we must pray for a renewed focus on the precious gift of life all life from conception until natural death from conception from conception until natural death the archbishop said quote we need urgent prayers for our leaders that they have wisdom and courage to create laws and policies that respect the dignity of human life boom baby Woo! I love that. That, that 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 was some sweet for you right there that was some sweet you know what before we get into the, this one that's going to piss me off that's bittersweet all in itself uh, let me take another hit of coffee here from Fox Nation Bill Hagerty calls out Sanders for backing reconciliation bill despite big tech and immigration carve out citing his history of opposing legislation that would displace American workers Republican Senator Bill Hagerty is pressing Senator <sighs> Bernie Sanders to oppose provisions of the Build Back Better reconciliation bill that he says would allow big tech firms to replace American graduates with a functionally limitless supply of cheaper foreign labor. Well, that's the plan. That's part of the Great Reset right there. From, uh, I just threw that in there. Know somebody's fighting for us. Okay. Y'all know that this is about sexual assault. And and one that really hits home for me. Um, so, yeah. Here we go. I just knocked on wood. National... National Review Judge Rules Loudoun County Teens Sexually Assaulted Female Student in Girls Bathroom. It's, it's bittersweet because I don't even like reading that this took place. Ruling on a case that has seized national attention. Well, damn, well, better. And reinvigorated debate over parental rights in public education. A Virginia juvenile court judge concluded Monday that a trans. I got reprimanded what to do what to do bend the knee or stand tall and proud and say tranny teenager sexually assaulted a female student in a Loudoun County high school in May did you catch what I did there I'm not supposed to say tranny but I said tranny in my statement and uh, well, you know. uh, so you might not be seeing me on on uh, certain social media thing after this show but that's all right because we got we got truth true social coming up 
and I'm also working on cleaning up language on more of my um, podcasts so I can go on Frank's speech because I can't put my show on there right now they won't let me and that's cool they set the rules out in the open say hey look be born uh, born again Christian I don't want profanity on my platform alright cool no problem my voice cracked again edit that out oh by the way I have a uh, engineer here now his name is Brandon um, so let's go Brandon uh, edit out my cracking voice <coughs> Chief Judge Pamela L. Brooks found there was sufficient evidence to determine the individual guilty of sexual assault. Yes! After the assault, the perpetrator was transferred to another school where he, he, allegedly assaulted, not she, he, he assaulted, no allegedly, he assaulted a second female student in early October. The judge is waiting awaiting the conclusion of the trial for the second occurrence before sentencing. The interim Loudoun County School Board passed a sweeping gender <sighs> Yeah, they, they let that happen. Oh, my head spins every time I read that. Why would you put teenagers don't know what damn thing. They, they, they do like eight different colors in their hair and shave off one eyebrow. What the hell are we letting them make these decisions for? I'm, I'm moving on because I got, I got something major to get to here. Uh, records show majority of Texas demon rats, aka, uh, let me see, Texas American Nazis, aka Democrats who broke quorum over, who broke quorum never paid back their per diem uh, despite pledging not to accept per diem money during the quorum break the summer, ABC 13 learned that only a few American Nazis have returned the money. Let me move on. That's not a major deal. Um, Oregon man sentenced to 30 days in jail for the horrible, just unthinkable, unspeakable crime of collecting rainwater on his own damn property. A rural Oregon man was sentenced Wednesday to 30 days in jail and over $1,500 in fines because he had three reservoirs on his property to collect and use rainwater. Well, my damn, dude. Nah, nah, man. Nah. I want 30 years for that. 30 years. Yes, that's a bitter segment right there. Okay. And here's where Abbott told the UN, yeah, kiss all of my ass. We're going to continue to use uh, Uh, oil and gas. Damn. Um, and, and you know what? I heard the person talk. This was on Fox and Friends today. I heard the, the, oh, the covert, the covert operative talking about this. And man, no, get that wind and solar crap out of here. Hey, y'all remember February? got awful cold during those blackouts didn't it why do we have blackouts because we don't have enough power in the state of Texas Texas ran out of electricity because we ran out of power to generate electricity how stupid is that we make it here damn ugh Alright, Texas T-Bone portion with 10 and a half minutes left to go. Ain't happening, ladies and gentlemen. We're going long. Why? People like me for a long, long time have been getting a lot of flack. Catching a lot. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> what kind of fool do you use for your hat? <laughs> oh, man. I've, I've never heard of, I've never heard CNN talk about that. <laughs> 
Foster, the Hannity doesn't even talk about Great Reset. What are you talking about? And now it is everywhere. It is everywhere now. I will start accepting the apologies, mail, email, phone call, text message, comment section, whatever you would like to to put them in and I'm far from the only one I think everybody owes Alex Jones as crazy as he is a debt of gratitude I mean it uh, you know the the, the fringers uh, Alex Jones is pretty fringe but anyway uh, yeah we've been saying man they're, they're gonna turn us all the one world, new world order, great reset, gonna set us all back to zero and not in a good way. Man, when we get all back from zero, we're gonna own nothing and like it. That's their plan. That's the rule over us. Oh man, shut up, man. There's that heavy duty fold on your head. <laughs> yeah. Now they're all like, dude, what do I do? Uh, first, you uh, pucker up and kiss all of my ass. And second, uh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I get a little, uh, yeah. Anyway, what is the Great Reset everybody suddenly talking about? I don't know where. Just boom, there it is. Great Reset, what? What? What are you talking about? What is this Great Reset just out of nowhere? Man, I'm terrified. I wish I had known about this for years. Anyway. I wish I had been talking about it forever. Um, that was sarcasm, folks. In a nutshell, the Great Reset refers to a global agenda to monitor and control the world through digital surveillance. Yes, that's right. Digital surveillance coming soon to a brain stand near you. Yes, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, one of the people pushing this crap, this idea, this agenda, this plan, is working on tech to have it to where humans don't have to use their mouse to communicate with words. It's just a simple implant that attaches to your brain and you can make it this telepathic cyborgs, man. How cool is that? Now, I, I was talking about this at work with somebody that had to say, hey man, I guess you were right. I'll take that as an apology because it's, it's like we're men. Dude, we don't come and say, oh, I'm so sorry. No, you do that, I might slap you. Um, but yeah, um, I was talking about this. Like, I got rods and screws and stuff in my in, in one of my legs. Yeah, I, mean, I would, I would damn sure go for like a Robocop leg or something. That would be awesome. Awesome little pistol pocket pops out of 50 caliber desert. Anyway. No, I'm not 50 caliber. I'd have to be able to handle the gun. It'd be a robot leg, not a robot arm. Anyway, yes, uh, uh, like high tech, you know. I would even handle walking like the, the original Robocop. Just because that would be so awesome. But anyway, or like Terminator. That'd be cool. Anyway, back to the point here. Uh... But yeah, Elon Musk, remember, he, he on, he's on it. He's like got it. He's got the prototype set. You just need some human guinea pigs to <laughs> implant something into your brain so you can communicate without talking. What could go wrong with that? Oh, man. You know, I said before, we are in a macabre version of Revenge of the Nerds. These are all the dorks, all the nerds, all the geeks that couldn't get dates that sat in their house watching sci-fi eating their boogers and and just say one day I'm going to rule the world and I'm going to make them all bow down to me and I don't have anything against incredibly smart people incredibly smart people that can do things with technology fascinate me but when they want to turn me into some damn cyborg now metal leg Cool. Yeah, it's metal already. Just put some damn hydraulics in it or something. I'll be all right. Anyway, 
Uh, yeah, we're, we're being, this is a macabre version of Revenge of the Nerds. I've been talking about this for a very long time. They're getting payback. Um, but anyway, the mathematical reason for the Great Reset is that thanks to technology, the planet has gotten real damn small. An infinite expansion economic model is bust. I, I don't completely agree with that. But obviously the super wealthy want to continue staying super wealthy. Now let me cut in here and say this. The way our system is set up now, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, what's that jackass in Dallas? Cuban, all of them. They can lose everything they've got how our system is set up here in America not and the rest no no you're at the top you stay at the top no it doesn't matter I mean you can run around smoking crack on the internet and and, and uh, anyway um, but here they can lose everything they've got in a heartbeat too I mean they're on their way to doing it to themselves right now and they pass some of these bills, man. The, you want to talk about the bottom falling out of the damn market? Holy crap! Uh, remember, uh, I know I'm pretty sure every theme park around the world had one. Astroworld used to have this thing called the skyscraper or skyscreamer. That's what it was, skyscreamer. And you'd go up, and your legs were dangling off. And it was the most awesome damn thing. And they would just let you hang there, and you're kind of swaying back and forth in the wind. You know, so boom, you just drop. Yeah, that it's going to be like that. If they pass these these bills, these laws, that's what's going to happen to the economy. And you know, your stomach comes up in your mouth, and you're like, um, but anyway, so they got to make sure they stay super wealthy, and so they need a miracle, another bubble plus plus always a plus a surgically precise system for managing what they perceive as their limited resources us we are the limited resources remember i've told you before many many times many many times they can't do a damn thing without us we can get along just fine with them. We'd get along perfectly if they'd get the hell out of our way. But this is a new social contract, air quotes, that ties every person to it. Ties should be uh, bounds by force. Every person to it through an electronic ID linked to your bank account, your health records, your social credit score, your, your social credit ID that will end up dictating every facet of your damn life. Simultaneously, they seek to tighten the peasants' are belts. They got, to, uh, they got to put us in desperate situations, so we take desperate measures. Now, people that are just too good to commit crime are going to do what? Okay, Big Daddy government. And I referred you back to the judge story where he said, let's do a political conversion. Boom! Just hit right, just right upside the head, didn't it? Right outside the damn head. Took it all. I think that's the first show I've tied in the top top and bottom and front and back and back and front and all together in a nice little pretty bow. Um, maybe. I don't know. I'm tired when I do this. I know people ask me the next day, so what is your show about? You'll have to check it out. But anyway, I refer you back to the first story. The judge, said, the lawyer pretty much said, let's do a political conversion. And he got out. Now, kind of like the McCluskey's was a signal to the rest of us, step out of line. 
throw your butts in jail. That was a signal to the rest of us. Just convert. Repent. Your evil Republican ways. And worship at the altar of big government. Uh, I got a whole lot more words to say about that. But the only ones I can say on this, on the air here, are kiss all of my ass. Ain't happening. I'll prove it to you. I said tranny earlier and y'all told me not to. Anyway, um, you know, tighten our belts. An effort that starts with, you ready? Behavioral modification. Oh, that's right. Political conversions. AKA resetting the Western peasant's sense of entitlement and high life standards and liberties. Didn't some magazine or news media source maybe it was a newspaper the Washington Journal that said uh, lower your expectations get used to being out of stuff just get used to it yup boom y'all awake now thus the practical aim of the great reset is to fundamentally restructure the world's economy and geopolitical relations based on two assumptions. One, that every element of nature and every life form is a part of the global inventory. Inventory, you're just inventory. Holy crap, you seen the matrix? Well, they're gonna have us all live in tubes. Oh yeah, they probably will. High density living. Oh. Crap. But ladies and gentlemen, when they say you will have nothing like it, it means your family too. You awake yet? Because remember, they say the quiet part out loud. We need to take the children away from the Republican voters and fix the thinking of the children. Remember them saying that? Was that Katie Kirk or somebody? Huh? 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 Remember that? Yeah. <sighs> global inventory. Every life form. Global inventory. Managed by the allegedly benevolent state, which in turn is owned by several suddenly benevolent wealthy people via technology. The goal is to count and then efficiently manage and control all resources, including people, on an unprecedented scale with unprecedented digital precision all while the masters keep indulging enjoying vast patches of conserved nature free of unnecessary sovereign peasants and their unpredictability it's about getting rid of capitalism and free enterprise and replacing them with sustainable development and stakeholder capitalism terms that Bell, their nefarious anti-humanity intents, just ants and numbers. You are assets. Your assets, everything you have will become theirs. Once its strategy is unmasked, everything else will start to make sense. Thus, they desperately want a bubble providing new growth out of thin air, literally. While simultaneously they seek to tighten the peasants' belts, an effort that starts with behavioral modification, aka resetting the Western peasants' sense of into Oh, damn it. Part two. That all inventory needs to be strictly accounted for, be registered in a central database be readable by a scanner and easily ID'd. You mean a chip in your damn hand? Oh, I remember people saying, man, that's propaganda. That, that ain't real. That's propaganda. Oh, yeah? Really? Because they just talked about it at one of their damn conventions. Bill Gates himself said, I had the technology right here. It's revenge of the nerds, you sons of bitches. You about that to me. Um, and be managed by AI using the latest 
science. So you got Bill Gates coming up with chips in your hands to be your ID, your debit card, and your vaccination passport. And by the way, the vaccine—I'm really starting to believe that's an on-off switch. Um, and then Elon Musk creating tech to make it to where you can just talk telepathically, so to speak. The goal is to count and then efficiently manage and control all resources, including people, on an unprecedented scale. Um, okay, that was. I read that twice. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, boom! You're awake, you're up, you're going, huh? I mean, all this is coming out. Now that mainstream's talking about it, now that it's in actual, air, air quotes, actual news. Because that's what you get here. That's what you get at a lot of places that a lot of people go, oh, those stupid conspiracy theorists. Hey, dude wears a full hat. Uh-huh. That, I heard the, the great reset talked about on, on uh, Jimmy and, and Sheriff Fryer. That's AM News 740. They were talking about this morning. They are going to be talking about the rest of the week, too. More and more people are talking about it because it, it's it's coming. It, it's, it, they put their chips to the center of the damn table for this. This is it. This is their plan. This is what they plan on doing. All right. I'm almost, I'm working on 10 minutes over, so I'm going to end it for now. Don't worry. I'll be back with more tomorrow. Um, thank you for joining me for another episode of A Working Man's Take. You can find me on Rumble, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, and a whole bunch of other places. Just type in A Working Man's Take. Parlor, Clout Hub, and Getter. I'm going to change those to just be my name like, like MeWe, which probably won't be around much longer. But anyway... Parlor Cloud Hub got Getter. It's capital A, capital R, capital V, lowercase I G N E A U X on all three of them. MeWe is my name, Andrew Vigneault, and of course, Locals brings you Blue Collar News Network, which brings you a working man's take. I will catch y'all next time.